Okay, welcome everybody to Twitter space number six, I think, quite possibly. Uh, I'm John Kennard, Editorial Content Manager here at Unleash. And today, this is Unleash World 2022, Build Your Learning Agenda. And hopefully I have with me Kate Graham, Director of Content Labs and Insights, and also producer of our upcoming event. Kate, how are you doing? I was just saying you put you uh, you promoted me there, so it's Paige and the team uh, that are doing uh, the the great work around the production of the event. Um, I just get to to tag along for the ride and and support them along the way. So um, yeah, it's it's exciting, really really exciting to see it all come together. You know, it's like a great big jenga mountain that you piece together slowly and you move pieces around over the course of the months building up to the event and then as you sort of get nearer to the event and then you start to step back you just get to see it in all its all its magnificent glory so yeah thrilled to be here to to talk about it thanks for having me on absolute pleasure um i must then apologize profusely to Paige richmond one of the hardest working people at unleash um and it's going to be a great event uh, possibly in the Paris. world possibly in the possibly world in the world ever yeah <laughs> um so yeah we we appreciate you Paige, very much um we're here today to talk about uh the learning and skills side of things which is um very much mine and your uh, sort of backstory in terms of uh, how we got into this industry, isn't it, Kate? Of course, yeah. And I mean, the interesting thing about learning and skills for me personally in coming across to a niche and, and working with Paige and the team on this agenda is it's look, it's almost looking through at learning through a different lens, if that makes sense. Because, you know, we've worked together on other events and other initiatives in the past where, you know, we're very much into the the nuts and bolts of learning. So, you know, your instructional design, your your development, um, you know, those sorts of, of areas. And obviously all of them, you know, are important and evolving all the time. But for the context of Unleash and the the kind of this this level of audience that we have, I think it takes on a sort of different, slightly different meaning because it's it's looking at skills through the lens of well, how does skills development affect affect my um, recruitment agenda? So how you know do I build or buy? How does it affect talent mobility internally? Um, because I really need to be able to move people around the organisation quicker than I can do that and faster than I can recruit them. And I think it just is really, it's really, really interesting to just kind of shine that different lens on it from sort of the whole people agenda, not learning and development in silo, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because my background before Unleash was definitely um, very much in the training and learning and development uh, area. And to to use a much broader canvas at Unleash has definitely made me sort of see how these things fit together. Um, and, you know, we're going to be talking a lot about skills in the upcoming uh, next 10, 20 minutes or so and how that plays across talent and various other things. So let's tackle the agenda. We're going to go session by session. Uh, the first one is... On day one, Wednesday, October 12th, 2.35pm on the Learning and Skills stage, a panel called Beyond the Framework, Skills, Competen Can't even say that. Competencies, Ontologies and the Future of Work. Um, 
this is a very technical start to um, the learning and skills stage, but who better to dive into this, these technicalities than Gemma Patterson from Legal in General and uh, your old colleague David Perring from Fosway. Yeah, and uh, we've also got uh, Daniela from uh, Siemens uh, going to take part on that and um, Christina Tiriotakis uh, from DCM, um, who I've had the pleasure of working with in the past as well. So um, there is probably going to be a session before that on the agenda. So we're just confirming uh, the speaker for that. Very exciting. Uh, uh, sort of looking at uh, future of skills. But yeah, I think the I, I often refer to skills as something of an elephant in terms of I think people understand the importance of the skills agenda. I, I don't think there's any doubt in people's minds about that. But I think they're looking at the elephant going, well, how can I eat that? Like, How do I get round this? Um, and there's a lot of organisations don't have a playbook for being more agile around skills i think you know traditionally uh people would spend a year going through a competency and skills mapping framework exercise you know and we just don't have the time to do that anymore nobody has the the time to do that in you know this crazy world that we live in um but actually in the nuts and bolts of doing all of that and and tackling skills there is some really important technical parts of that because it's to to tackle skills at scale you know you're going to need some sort of system and there's lots and lots of great platforms out there and you'll be able to see demos and and examples of things that are working in practice at a niche world um but the interoperability isn't very good if i can throw in that term a lot of organization you know a lot of uh, systems don't talk to each other so you might have a hr platform over here a talent platform over there, a skills or learning platform over here, and they don't all necessarily use the same ontology, taxonomy, whatever you want to call it. So actually sort of trying to tackle how you badge and assess and tag your skills is it sounds not very exciting, but it's really kind of fundamental. We ran a webinar on it um, earlier in, in the year um, with... Um, ing and um direct line and it you know absolutely fascinating to hear how the different organizations are tackling it so i've probably talked too much about one session because we've got loads to get through but it's setting the scene there really at the beginning for the practical some of the practicalities as well as the big picture stuff yeah, for sure. I mean, that's exactly it. Uh, setting the scene. We are going to come back to a lot of these themes uh, as we go along. Uh, just to mention that Gemma, one of the uh, speakers, Dan Richardson, uh, our HR tech transformation lead, uh, sort of dipped out of his uh, his pillar, as we like to call them, and, and interviewed Gemma for uh, Unleashed World. So check out the content hub there. A really great piece about learning frameworks, which is directly what this talk is uh, going to be about. So next up at 3.10 p.m., We've got navigating a skills-based approach to talent development. Here we go again, you see. How to, how to leverage the hidden benefits. Uh, this is with Meredith Wellard from DHL. Um, yeah. My notes here, I've got written down, latent skills, still a big problem. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've just written up uh, a case study actually for for somebody. Um, I won't name them yet because it's not it's not like it's not signed off. But uh, I've I've literally just um, 
transcribed a quote earlier from someone saying how, you know, we know people's skill, what skills are when they enter the organisation because we've got their CVs, we've got their application forms. And, um, but what, you know, we don't keep hold of that picture uh, once they get into the organisation and they start to develop into their roles. Um, and also we don't have, we don't, we, we didn't previously keep track of their personal skills. So you know, what are their hobbies? What are their interests? You know, what did they do at university? What, you know, how does that impact what they could be doing elsewhere in the organisation? And we just haven't tapped into it. So I think latent is a really great word to use. They're very apt. Um, and Meredith is just, I mean, if I can say this, she's absolute goals. Um, we've had her um, on a webinar previously and she's, she's spoken at prior um, Unleashed events. What they've done at DHL is just incredible, really across the whole talent agenda. Um, and so to have someone like Meredith on our stage talking firsthand about how she's used that broader talent lens um, to tackle skills is just super exciting really it would that would be a, a really great session yeah i'm looking forward to it we're trying to get meredith for an interview pre-event but if we can't do that then uh definitely definitely going um, she she does she is appearing um on one of our webinars so if you go to unleash ai and look at uh the webinar um schedule she's on one of our road to paris sessions as well cool will do um moving on day two thursday october 13th 11 a.m Organisational resilience and fueling performance through learning and leadership development. This is uh, Kerry Isherwood, uh, Senior Manager of Leadership at Virgin Atlantic. Uh, this session sponsored by, oh my, get me teeth, put me teeth back in. Um, sponsored by Coach Hub. I, uh, I interviewed one of their clients yesterday. In fact, that's coming soon uh, on the podcast page. But yeah, um, learning and leadership development. This is my question here is that it's it seems to me that coaching, learning, leadership development, they're all becoming one kind of interchangeable discipline. Uh, it seems that coaching is kind of cutting across all these different areas. And and um, my interview earlier on actually uh, was saying exactly that, that coaching is now not just its own kind of siloed thing or mentoring as well, that um, leaders at all levels are kind of getting involved with coaching and seeing the benefits. Yeah, as the, rightly, as they should. Um, I'm going through uh, some coaching at the moment that um, Anish have been good enough to invest in. And it's it's just so valuable. I, you know, I can't actually express how valuable it is. And obviously what we can do now with technology and not having that if that person's in your organization great but you know you don't have to be in the same room anymore but if you want to tap into third party expertise as well they've just there's all of these experts worldwide uh, that you can now have at your at your fingertips so i i think it's really important and i think once upon a time it might have been almost you know non you to say that you had a coach if you were a senior leader because surely you should know everything by the time you get there but actually if you you know you look at people like marshall goldsmith that you and i have heard speak before you know he coaches the very very top elite leaders business leaders in the world um so it is absolutely for everybody and it, it, every day's a school day right we know that to be curious to change your behavior to adapt to grow you know you have to keep learning and that isn't always about sort of formal content it is that that chance to stop reflect discuss 
explore, grow, all of those things. And, and coaching unlocks the door to so much of that. I think it's incredibly valuable. Yeah, absolutely. And so much more than it used to be, and especially with uh, the advent of digital coaching or I guess yeah. probably more of a change in perspective and change, change in opinion and on the value of that uh, as a way to kind of do it. Um, if you want some more context on Kerry's talk, our talent recruitment lead, Ali, has written already, uh, has previously done a really great interview uh, with Kerry. Uh, so do search unleash.ai for that. Uh, next up, a panel which I believe you are moderating, Kate, uh, creating continuous frictionless digital learning experiences to support performance and productivity. Here we come to the question of uh, consumer tech versus uh, kind of business to business tech, really. Well, um, tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so we've got some some great speakers on that. So uh, Remac Technology, Allianz and, and Lloyd's, obviously all doing uh, digital learning at scale. Um, you, you know, anybody that the knows digital learning will have been, you know, seen its journey from the, you know, the click next uh, stuff right the way through to some of the exciting experiences that you can create today. But, you know, how do you best knit different resources and journeys together to create that experiences? We're just talking about coaching. Well, it just, you know, digital learning is not just about content anymore as i said so you know where where does things like coaching mentoring um you know peer groups reflection uh, journaling even you know all of these things can form part of somebody's learning experience online now so how do you create pathways or you know whatever roadmaps whatever you want to call them uh to take people on those journeys and and, and keep adapting um as people sort of change and grow and organizations keep changing and growing i think the common theme here just like the skills piece is nothing stands still anymore so anything you do has to be able to flex um as well and obviously you know these are are huge organizations um with so many people um and, uh, you know, it's going to be really exciting to hear how they're grappling uh, with all of this across, you know, different parts of the, the learning ecosystem in terms of the tech as well. One more time, Kate, can you just run through who's on this panel? Because we've got Remac Technology and Allianz, but you mentioned another one or two. Uh, Lloyds Bank. Cool. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, next, we have um, the Software One Academy. Building Future Talent. This is 12, 10 p.m. on the Linnean Skills stage. Serena Gonzalez-Fesh, Global Head of Talent Management um, at this SWO Academy Software One. Um, this is about talent, talent pipelines and how they intersect with skills. Um, yeah, it's all about skills. I mean, it, this, is, this is the real thing that I think has come across, uh, certainly our last event and this one and every webinar in between, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And it's again goes back to that piece around, you know, future talent and, and skills, not just being the responsibility of learning and development. Right. Um, it, it's for everybody that's involved in the in the people agenda. Um, Serena, I've been lucky enough to know for a few years. Um, she did a doctorate um, not that long ago. Um, she did some amazing um, research and she's been able to take that learning and that knowledge and apply that directly to what she's doing at Software One. So it's an absolutely fascinating case study uh, to look at what she's achieved there um, and what she still wants to, to do. So absolutely must see. She's, she's wonderful. 
can't get a better endorsement than that. Um, we've got one talk left this thus far, but like we say on all of these uh, Twitter spaces, there's speakers and sessions being added uh, week by week. So this is going to change. But currently, uh, the last one we've got, although, Kate, you may have some obvious inside information on extra you know, other talks that are going to be added quite soon. But the, the one we've got down here is uh, building strategic capabilities at scale in hypergrowth environments, two o'clock on day two. Um, Elisa Bassi, uh, Global Learning Director for Transformation at L'Oreal. Um, she's going to be talking about the three phases of skill transformation from scan to shape to shift. So I've got here, scan is obviously kind of discovery. Mm -hmm. uh, shape is kind of the training aspect possibly and shift is... Uh, upskilling or reapplying. Uh, that's mm -hmm. kind of where I, I, I'd look at it from the outside looking in. Yeah, I mean, L'Oreal, obviously, again, you know, mega organization in terms of volume of people. They have all these sub businesses um, uh, within their structure. Um, it's quite com it's a complex organization, obviously multinational as well. Um, Elisa is a, a, a formidable lady in, in the best sense of the word. She's absolutely a delight, but she her knowledge and her experience just come right out to bear. And the fact that she's been able to take what has been such a complex process for L'Oreal and package it up into those three nice bundles for the audience to be able to go oh, okay this is what I need to do here that's what I need to do there and that's my next step and a way of looking at, at this massive problem like I said it's an elephant um, how am I going to eat it all is 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 great so again sort of very practical takeaways um, from that but threading in all the time back to that big picture. I'm loving the uh, mixing of the two metaphors throughout this, of the uh, elephant in the room, which then also you're eating chunk by chunk. Wonderful stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a big one for a metaphor, as you know. But, I mean, as you, as you said, I mean, there's, there's other names that people might recognise um, from the learning and development kind of community, but they're actually elsewhere on the agenda. So um, you've got Danny Seals, uh, you've got Josh Novell. Uh, these are people who have their roots, if you like, in learning and development, a little bit like you and I, um, but who are actually talking more about what they're doing from an employee experience perspective. And so it's fascinating um, to hear what they're doing. And Josh almost talks about um, invisible learning sort of almost like eliminating learning from from the employee experience so really really interesting um to see the evolution of some of these uh people their thinking and their practice um, and how that's translating in organizations today um and for me i think that's you know an, a great opportunity that learning and development folk have um there and then we've also got we've got some roundtables um, that are uh, covering learning and development. We've got Danone uh, talking about building their learning ecosystem. So these are sessions that you'll be able to book onto if you're attending the event. They're free, but they're um, off on the side in small groups. So again, getting away for the learning purists upon us, getting away from just pure um, chalk and talk. Um, and making these sessions uh, more interactive and, and um, you know, deeper, I suppose, in terms of the connections uh, that you have with with the presenters uh, there. So we've got a few more roundtables to uh, go up onto the website over the next few days. So if you're booking, do take the time uh, to check those out because they're going to be a, a really valuable um, addition to the whole experience. And then on our product announcement stage, there's all sorts of new tech 
uh, being um, shown and shared um, alongside some customer stories as well. So it's sort of woven into the rest of the agenda because ultimately, somebody said this to me the other day, actually a previous attendee, is everybody is there to learn whether or not they're from the L&D department. Yeah, and that is the perfect actual kind of articulation of the idea that it's kind of cutting across all these different stages, that people like Josh and people like Danny could be on the learning stage, but they're not. They're on the totally X stage or they'll be on the future of work stage or, you know, the way that these things are mixing around. And it doesn't mean that we haven't got definitions of how you know what people's talks are about across these different stages but it is a perfect it exemplifies perfectly the idea that these things are crossing over um so yeah so much to do so much to see uh, we're going to be talking about product announcements we're going to be talking about influences in upcoming twitter spaces from now until the event on the 12th of october but for today kate thanks very much for your time always a pleasure bye <laughs>